What's happening, everybody? Sorry. Like I said, things are still a little right now. There we go. Play that. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Chucky Live on your hump day Wednesday. What is it? April, well, May, April, a May 2nd. Oh, man, I got to pay rent. What's happening, everybody? How we doing? Here we go right here. Thank you guys for clicking in. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Do all that. Hit that notification bell, become a member. You want to become a member of Film Junkie Live? Do so because, you know, after this we do a members only stream, which is always fun. Always fun. Hopefully you guys had a good day today. We're going to talk a little bit more about what was said at the Full Circle event. And then we're going to really talk about these reviews of Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll talk about that Dune trailer. And then we'll talk a little bit about that strike that's happening right now. Oh no! What's happening with that? Well... It's getting intense. Anyways. All right. Here we go. Okay. So we got rock solid right here. The Amazonians being Kryptonian is the worst idea I've heard in a while. Okay. There's that hyperbole that people like to put that worst idea I've heard in a while. I'm pretty sure you probably heard worst ideas, but hey, we do that fan hyperbole bullshit. And it's not even an idea that came to fruition. That's what's always funny about that. But we'll talk more about that. Travis, well, what's up from Vegas? Release the Snyder Punch. Uh, watch your Superman alone. It's a long day. Okay, we got dudes. I heard a rumor Zach may be on the Friday stream. Who started that rumor? I sure as hell didn't. Um, you know, we'll see what happens on Friday. Friday's gonna be. Obviously, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna try to have a good panel of people who are there. Um, but you know, things can happen. What's going on, Mama Film Junkie? Love you. Good to see you. And then, of course, we have uh, Miss Nighthawk. Good to see you, too. Love you as well. And uh, we got Mr. Fear Jason right here. Good to see you, too, brother. All right. Who else we got? Hola. We got Mr. Stephen Colbert in the house as well. We got Jeroga. Good to see you, too. All right. Let's go ahead and turn this off. Man, I do miss the stream deck working. My God. Just buttons. Always nice. All right, Tony Movie Chappy D9 Neil Blomkamp fan. Hey Dave, did you see the trailer for Neil Blomkamp? Yes, I uh, talk. Yes, I did. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit today. Plus, the script was co-written by Zach Balin, and he has proven time and time again to be a great writer. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. What's going on? ACS is here. We got Miss Susie. All right, and then we got uh, Miss Mr. Russ Barnes. Uh, Mama Film Junkie told you about those caps. You know, I'm just saying. Howdy, Miss Stephanie T. We got Eric Patterson right here. Monkey Jeebus, what's happening? Seeing Guardians tomorrow at 3. Nice. Not sure exactly when I'm going to see it yet, but I'll see it tomorrow as well. And then, of course, Andre doing this because he knows that I hate the whole, let's go, let's go. Yeesh. Boy, happy hump day. You know, what can I say? It's like, do, do, do people actually say that in real life? Yeah, I guess they do, huh? Um, let's see who else we got. Nate Smith looks incredible. Yes, it does. We'll go over it a little bit. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Hey, we got Pretty Fly for a Filipino guy. It was nice meeting you, sir. Always great to meet people in real life. We got Christopher. How's it going? 
Uh, I like the OG Wonder Woman movie, but with that, why is the fucks? Why is the fucks? Did why the fucks did we not get the in uh, in, ingenious story of uh, 1854 Zach's idea? Well, I mean, he it was a it was a placeholder. It was a placeholder for whatever you know. That was just the idea. But uh, they didn't go for it. They went for a different one. And, you know, the Wonder Woman movie is still pretty damn awesome. So, uh, let's see. Um, I believe there's a hint in BBS about Amazon, Amazons and uh, Kryptonians left uh, on your Twitter. Okay, well, that's cool. He's coming on to an... Yes, I know. Yeah. Uh, and selling it to uh, Roku, apparently. That's, that's what I heard. Roku? Crackle? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, we'll, you know, it's all going to be bought by some other streaming service too. And, uh, you know, take that out of, you know, yes, I know you do. And I love the fact that you do Garza. Yes. I I, I watched some of the, uh, the stream you were on and, uh, you know, I saw your gift response. So, uh, it's okay. I love you too. I love you lots. What's going on? Your magic. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, buddy. Hippie. What's happening? Now, there you go, Pluto TV, Pluto TV, but, all right, guys, there you go, thank you guys for clicking in, um, like I said, as always, make sure you subscribe to the channel, do all that, make sure you, uh, if you want to be part of the members only stream, become a member, it's always fun to do that, always fun to do that, but, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking, of course, we're going to be talking more, I mean, we're going to be talking about full circle, at least until, you know, the vodka stream, so, that's always fun, right? Always fun to talk about. I mean, we got, it's funny. I was thinking about this today. I'm like, man, it's really been almost like two weeks of just talking about full circle because you had the pre week leading up to it. You know, we had the week leading up to it. And then, um, and then of course having the, um, and then having the actual event, and now we have the post. So now we're talking about the event still, posting pictures. I'm still trying to post pictures. I haven't posted really much on Vero. I haven't posted much on my my Instagram. So I gotta like, I gotta like, still post pictures and stuff. And then we're still gonna be talking about it more. We talked about it uh, last night on Anthony's stream for a little bit. That was fun. So hopefully you guys watched that. Man, it's just been just crazy. It's just been absolutely crazy. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we're still talking about it. Anyways, all right, let's go ahead and get it on. Let's get it on here. Let's uh, speak of pictures and still posting things from things. All right, uh, let's get it on. Here we go. All right, look at these beautiful pictures. Hold on, let me pull up this other. Ah, there we go. That right there. Okay, so I can see the chat. Like I said, I'm, I got another screen hooked up. I got my broken screen hooked up, which it's, it's fun to maneuver. So anyways, we got some beautiful images right here, of course, from Mr. Stephen Colbert. I mean, it just you can go through this whole thing and just see just awesome images. Stephen, just awesome images right here. There's Zach right there. And there, there, there you go. There's what the uh, there's what the drinks were right there. You could still order the Man of Steel drink with alcohol. I think I got mine with tequila. Um, but yeah, those are the three drinks that they were, sh that they were serving right there. Uh, the BBS drink was actually probably, yeah, it was probably the best one I, I would say, but, uh, that's what the drink, uh, order was right there. So pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, them serving right there, just too sugary. And there I am. There I am. Of course, talking to Sean O'Connell right there. I didn't get a selfie with him, which, uh, I was like, damn it, damn it. Didn't get a selfie with him, but you know, it's okay. And then Rayo was right there too. Scott, some awesome pictures. Now, Justice League was the best one. Mm, okay. 
I think I enjoyed the Man of Steel one just a little bit more. But hey, you know. But yeah, there's so many pictures right here Steven posted in this uh, in this in this thread showing everybody. It was pretty cool. Especially these ones right here, you know, of the statues. Absolutely gorgeous. I mean, even even just taking pictures of coffee. Coffee in a in a in a cinnamon roll, I guess. I don't know. He was just awesome stuff right there, you know. There's us sitting in the movie theater right there, and that's pretty sweet. But yeah, just uh, even driving right there, just awesome. The blur effect all day. Hey, there's Mama Film Junkie right there, and uh, I don't know who this guy was. He photobombed. Mm, I don't know who that is. Anyways, so there you go. Steven. Got an eye for detail. All right. Uh, ben Affleck's Air releases on Prime Video on May May uh, 12th. So if you didn't see it, if you don't end up seeing it, if you don't end up seeing it in the movie theaters, it'll be on Amazon Prime on May 12th. So that's pretty good. <clears throat> what's, what's everybody? Uh-oh. I wonder what the hell everybody's laughing at. Uh, who knows? Snake Oh, is that what you're saying? Yeah. You're not jealous? Nah, don't be jealous. It's okay. It'll be fine. Did you see? Yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. All right. Anyways, continuing on, we got the first poster for Dune Part Two, which of course we're going to be talking about the trailer that came out today. That was Oh, the Sleeper Must Awaken. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, the photo bomber. That's what. We're... I'm just saying. I don't know who that that guy was. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so f uh, from Gamer to Racer, okay, here we got the, the Gran Turismo poster that released and also the trailer, um, which uh, we'll go back up in a little bit. We got a reference right here, Alex Ross showing his uh, reference. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, if you know, you know. If you know, if you're a fan of Fight Club, you know exactly what this meme is all about. Okay, you know what that's about. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what it's about. We got Clay Staub talking about the full circle AFSP. So that's cool. Hey, we got some, uh, we got, hey, the marketing is kicking in the gear for the Flash right now because there is an NBA TV spot. NBA playoffs are happening, so there's a TV spot. A little bit more, a little bit more footage when it comes to all this. Um, so, you know, a lot more, you know, we got Batman footage. We got some more Flash footage and everything. So, um, and this is how awesome Nick Cage is. I don't know if you guys knew how awesome Nick Cage is. But apparently, um, his earliest memory is actually being in the womb. I could see faces in the dark and vocal vibrations. Yeah. There you go. Nicolas Cage, his earliest memory is within the womb. Okay. He's, his brain's on a whole other level, guys. This is how we get the Nicolas Cage performances. Because his brain is on a, another plane of existence to ours. Okay? That's what it is. I think my earliest memory, I do remember a crib when we lived in Washington. I do slightly remember a crib kind of thing, you know, before got the, I don't know. I think so. I don't know how long I was in that. I just, I think I have that memory still. It's one of my first, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I just dreamt that. Who knows? Okay, continuing on. There we go. We got Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya right there. That's the other poster, which is pretty basic, and I like it. There's Batgirl in 1904. And then, of course, we got the trailer, which we'll talk about. Uh, and then we got that as well. More 
Uh, and then, of course, you know, I wanted to see right here. I mean, um, you know, speaking of Mr. Colbert, uh, this was pretty funny. No crib in Washington. Okay, then I must have imagined that. I must have imagined, I must have dreamt that then or something. Okay, so why, I know, why would I even, I guess I dreamt that. So there you go, Mama Film Junkie remembers that. Um, but uh, yes, you know, when it comes to Mr. Uh, Stephen Colbert, I wanted to, you know, we've been on this crazy journey. So this was our, we, and we've talked about it before, but this is our very first message to each other. We've always, we were kind of talking about this over the weekend and um this is the very first message that we sent to each other i sent him i think it was because he saw it you know i already had seen it and then uh and i saw him tweet about it so then i i dm'd him and i said feel like a snyder film to you and he said nope and then it just so happens that here we are now this past weekend sitting with zach and it was awesome stuff so talk about a crazy journey Full circles. Oh, there's all kinds of full circles happening, man. The bromance. The bromance. The bromance is alive. The bromance is alive. But I didn't leave Scott out. I know some guy was like, why'd you leave Scott out? I'm like, give me a minute. I have to scroll back through and try to find something. You know, when it came to Scott, um, and when, when it comes to Scott, I put the very first time that he was invited onto the vodka stream. I remember he uh, tweeted at me so that he'll be ready because he was going to watch the stream. And then um, later that night, I said, you know what? Invite Scott. And uh, that was December of uh, 2019. And then it was like this past weekend. Of course, there's Scott with Zach. And then showing that, of course, again. And then there we are waiting in line for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Hey! Look at us, guys. Scott, Steven, my God. Just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. <clears throat> Always wondered how you... Yep, that's that's what happened right there. Steph, is, uh, that's what we messaged. We messaged each other that. That was the first message that you saw right there. And then, of course, Scott, the first invite when it came to the vodka stream. Now I can't get rid of him. Now I host another stream with him. What the hell? Now, nah, nobody else I'd want to talk Batman with. Other than Scott. So, love you guys. Love ya. <laughs> oh, getting emotional. Subway. <laughs> Eat fresh. Um, anyways, okay. And then, uh, yep, there's uh, Andre talking about that scene right there. Seeing it on the big screen. My God. Blink-182. Look at that. They're finishing their new album. Cool. Can't wait to hear it. And then, uh, apparently... Um, Hans and Franz, if you guys know this, you've watched the Saturday Night Live sketches. Um, apparently, there's going to be an audio series of this sketch on Team Coco this May. That's right. Um, Conan O'Brien has like he's like kind of has his own little network thing going on right now, and they're going to have a Hans and Franz audio series. So that's going to be interesting with Kevin Nealon, Kevin Nealon, and Dana Carvey. I'm assuming coming back. We have Fear Jason made this right here, straight out of Pasadena. Look at all them badasses right there, huh? All them badasses. Right in the middle, right in the middle right there, that's right. You got the, you got the Trinity right there. You got the Trinity of uh, me, Stephen, and Scott right there, leading that group. I need, we need warriors. And then Austin Smith was there, too, and uh, we signed his copy of uh, the trilogy, which is cool. There's my signature right there, guys. Of course, I put it over Batman. Um, but, yeah, there's my messy uh, signature, which I guess you can kind of make out to be DP, whatever, you know. But that's what my signature looks like. It's, it's not good. 
It's definitely not good. Of course, we'll be talking about that. Oh, look at this badass right here. Miss Samantha Wynn. Look at this. I should probably mute that, huh? That's probably going to be a copyright, so I should probably mute that. But yeah, Samantha Wynn posted some uh, pretty awesome, you know, fight choreography that she's doing. Um, of course, we're going to see her again soon. And uh, she's been on the Vodka stream. Hopefully, I can get her on again soon. I love it when she does a little running thing like that. It's freaking funny as hell. She does all this other badass stuff, and then you just see her run across the screen right there. But yeah, she was a delight to talk to. And uh, yeah. This badass video right there, Samantha Wynn. Got to look at that. Anyways, uh, and then here's another image right here because we didn't have we didn't have an image. We didn't take like a like a, a selfie with Zach or anything behind behind the scenes during that Man of Steel commentary. So uh, you know this was like Stephen had the camera on and was recording things, and he had it on us. So here's a uh, here's an image right here of the three of us. Just uh, shooting the shit behind uh, behind the scenes before uh, before the Q and A starting so started so there we go right there pretty awesome pretty awesome good image right there rarely do you see me smile like that damn it Stephen ah uh, anyways uh, Tony movie chappy Neil uh, Blomkamp fan. Uh, so jealous. Wish I was there with you guys. Would uh, have loved to meet you guys, but sadly, all of the tickets were sold out when I tried. Eh, it's all right. It happens, man. But thank you for the $5 super chat. And uh, you never know. You know, future events can happen. Future events can happen. Let's see. Okay. They dated. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was something going on. You're talking about Ray Fisher and Samantha Wynn? Is that what, uh, is that what you're talking about? Anyways, okay. Michael Shannon. All right, he already talked about certain things when it comes to returning and everything like that, but this time he talked about, with Vanity Fair, Ezra Miller, and the whole, of course, the whole Ezra Miller situation, the mental illness of Ezra Miller, and just working with Ezra Miller. And this is his quote right here to Vanity Fair. He said, if you're not talking about Ezra Miller... I thought Ezra was lovely. If you're talking about Ezra Miller, sorry, I said it. I don't know why I put a knot in there. If you're talking about Ezra Miller, I thought Ezra was lovely, very kind to me when I was there. It's difficult to talk about, but always give people a lot of slack in this business because there's a lot of people in this business that have issues, and some people have more privacy than others. Anytime somebody is out in the spotlight getting picked on, I feel for them. Even if it's warranted, it's still a horrible situation. So just basically talking about some of the situations out there when it comes to Ezra, which, uh, you know, I mean, take it, take it how you want to take it, this quote right here. I mean, I, I, he does mention the fact that, you know, when you're a performer, sometimes it could be pretty taxing, pretty taxing on an individual. So, yeah. That's what uh, Michael Shannon has to say about working with Ezra. And I think, you know, that's nice words to say. Good. I mean, there's more to it, obviously. And talking about, you know, when it comes to 
you have somebody that's like at a bar and you know trying to just let loose and then all of a sudden shit gets started we are, we talked about that whole situation i remember chris wong swenson came on the vodka stream to talk about that certain bar in hawaii he said that was a bar for all the natives the people like they hated tourists they hated people that weren't it wasn't so much that you know it was like the fact that they were maybe even being homophobic or whatever the heck when it came to the people the patrons that are in that said bar he said like it, it they just they don't like outside people they don't like people who have come to visit they'll give shit to anyone who's just like from out of town kind of thing so i remember he mentioned that chris wong did so but at the same time, it's like you got somebody who's just trying to whine, maybe trying to just have some fun with friends. And then all of a sudden, something happens and it just triggers. And then all of a sudden, shit goes down and gets let loose, you know? Like, you don't want to defend any kind of actions that happened that Ezra did, sure. But at the same time, he's just talking about a place up from coming from mental illness, I guess you could say. So, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. All right. And then, yes, last night I did post. Uh, sorry, I posted. I thought I posted it, but it didn't go through. So uh, I posted my Patreon. I recorded it last night and then I posted it this morning. So if you're on the Patreon, listen to that, you know, talk a little bit more about the full circle event, of course, and uh, go off on little rants here and there about certain things, which, uh, you know, you know exactly what you're talking about. There it is. There it is. Ah, so there's the uh, the other poster. Like obviously we saw the heroes poster, but this is uh, the the other poster that they had, which uh, I bought and got everybody to sign. But this is uh, pretty cool right here. Look at this. Hopefully, uh, maybe this can show up on a shirt or show up uh, where people can actually purchase it. But it's a really cool poster right there. It's very very awesome. That was also in our uh, what should we call it um, around our necks. So that was part of, like, the badge as well for getting in there. Awesome. Across the Spider-Verse reportedly has a runtime of two hours and 20 minutes. Make it longer. No, that's awesome. Especially for animated. You know, animated films tend to be even shorter than live action. But there we go right there. Yes. Two hours and 20 minutes of awesome Spidey craziness when it comes to the multiverse and the Spider-Verse. So looking forward to this movie, one of my uh, anticipated movies of the year. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Then we got Dustin Macy right here with his uh, Flash poster, Past, Present, Future. Sweet. Always loved that. And then right here we got a little gif from Batman vs. Superman. Freaking awesome. Look at that. I like that. And then we even got a banner. We got an actual banner from the Italy Comic Con. A little bit different little bit different but there it is but i like it and then look at these lucky guys right here the tpz guys meeting up with zach before the screening and also ray fisher thanks for the invite guys Jeez, it's funny too because we know exactly they were they were literally like up this way from the line it's like damn it oh well would have been cool to meet ray but hey you know it happens, but yeah, they're that. They're, that's a pretty good group shot right there. I like that. Uh, there we are. This was uh, Anthony's stream yesterday. Hopefully, you checked it out. Talked about uh, you know full circle. Ray Porter was on there, so that was cool. That was really cool. We got Frank Grillo. He just recorded some lines, of course, from Rick Flag Senior for Creature Commandos. So that's sweet. 
That's pretty sweet. That's getting going. And then we got the Gran Turismo uh, trailer right here. How are we feeling about it? I think it looks pretty good, and it's interesting. You know, we, we've seen the story before when it's like, oh, yeah, you got this young kid who knows how to play the game very well. Can we put him behind an actual car, and can he kick ass? So that's what the concept is. You know, I was kind of like, huh, all right, that is the concept because I didn't really, I didn't really look at the plot when this whole thing was announced. So... So when I watched this trailer, I was like, well, it's interesting, but it looks visually great. It does. And it's Neil Blomkamp. I like him. I mean, obviously, just District 9 is his, that's the favorite one, of course. But Elysium was good. Uh, Chappie, I, I'd have to watch it again. I didn't really like Chappie all that much. But he always had, like, the consistent, like, crazy, like, sci-fi kind of thing that was happening when it comes to his, uh, his work. So, I don't know. I'm interested in it. I think it looks good. Looks decent. Looks interesting. I'm intrigued. Definitely intrigued. Finally! Jeez! We finally get some information when it comes to uh, Zack Snyder's animated series, Twilight of the Freaking Gods. Now, last I heard that there was some, um, there was definitely going to be some, there was going to be some, there was what happened when it came to animation studios and, you know, this, these past couple of few years, which, you know, those things, the, the past, I, the pandemic just totally wiped out at least a good chunk of, you know, two and a half years at least. But, you know, we're still wondering what's going on with Army of the Dead Lost Vegas. But then we were also wondering what was happening when it came to Twilight of the Gods, which, of course, Jay Leva is going to be a part of as well. But it was announced today by Variety that uh, they, they, they basically got the animation studio. Uh, Xylem, I'm going to say it's, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but Xylem, I guess that's what they're called. But yeah, um, you know how bad I am with pronunciations. But that's what's going to be, that's going to be the animation studio that's going to be doing Zack Snyder's Twilight of the Gods. So looking forward to that. I'm not sure. Again, it's one of those things, and maybe I could have snuck that in, but maybe next time I talk to Zach, it's like, hey, what's happening with Las Vegas? Because obviously that's animation too. So I'm kind of wondering what's happening with that. But at least we got some we got some word when it comes to at least the Twilight of the Gods animated series that I'm also very much looking forward to. So there you go. Oi. This is not good, man. Look at this. Now, I, and I love that Twitter actually said that. The, uh, the uh, inset photo of uh, Jamie Foxx in the hospital bed is actually from a, uh, a 2017 movie. So, you know, you got to remember that. That's not an actual picture of him in bed, in a hospital bed. But, uh, yeah, Jamie Foxx remains hospitalized more than three weeks after suffering a medical emergency. And those closest to him say he needs all the prayers in the world. Not, it's not sounding good, man. Just pretty crazy. Jamie Foxx, you would have never guessed that he would have had a, just a, a stroke. You know, it's just crazy. Hopefully they figure out what's happening and he can get back on his feet, man. It's just, it's really crazy. And he did, he did in fact post something on his Instagram. So, but yeah, he's still, he's still bedridden. He's still in the hospital. It's freaking crazy. Absolutely crazy. We got Empire with this uh, cover right here to talk about Secret Invasion. I thought this was kind of cool, you know. It's a cool little concept. I dig it with people like, you know, just like a group of people and holding up, you know, man, why not? I think that's a pretty cool concept. I really do. I really do. Uh, Dominic, I told you the Snyderverse is not dead. Okay. You told me? Okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> 
And then we got Michael Keaton, of course, uh, getting nuts. Let's get nuts. Little TV spot. Little uh, edit that the uh, Flash Film News put out there. There's uh, mm, Brad Pitt right there. There's Brad Pitt right there from Fight Club. Obviously talking about Fight Club earlier. There he is. Uh, Scott McClellan posted his Patreon exclusive talking about Full Circle. So make sure you guys subscribe to that. And of course, we got that. All that. We got a new shot of Nick Fury right there in Secret Invasion. That's pretty cool. The viral Slusho website for Cloverfield franchise has been revived. So that's uh, pretty exciting. I still remember back in the day when uh, the Cloverfield teaser came out and we were all wondering what the fuck that movie was because it was so secretive and that first teaser was amazing. That was before the, that was before big time, like, you know, blogs and all this stuff. That was back, what, in 2008 or 2007 or whatever the hell it was. I remember being so obsessed with trying to figure out exactly what the movie was. There wasn't even a title called Cloverfield, but... Yeah, apparently um, the website is back up and running, so we're going to get another sequel finally. It's supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen. And then here's a little side-by-side of the actual footage and then the uh, the set footage that we saw when it came to Rick English doing the stunt work for Batman on the bike in the Flash movie, so that's pretty sweet. And then, yes, guys, woo! Jim Lee, baby! He is now president. He's not just CCO. He is now president of DC. There you go. DC Comics. Jim Lee has been promoted to president, publisher, and chief creative officer of DC. So, yeah, before he was already kind of, he was already CCO and he was already publishing stuff, but now he's been bumped up to presidency right there. So, good on Jim Lee. It's great. It's fantastic. Obviously, we. We love Jim Lee. We love his art. I mean, it's like, I just wish that we could have got like, you know, I was like hoping for a full circle, like drop by or something like that. I don't know. I, you know, that you, you always think about who's going to be at that thing. But, you know, it's great that um, maybe he could do some stuff. Uh, yeah, I know, Jose, I'll, you know, make some Snyderverse uh, comic books. I kind of wonder if there's been conversation because, you know, there was some things talked about during the panels when it came to joker when it came to a lot of things when it came to backstory spinoffs and everything everything that the snyderverse has to offer i mean now that jim lee is president maybe just maybe and we know that jim lee loves Zack snyder's stuff he we know that he does uh he drew out all those uh storyboards that we saw drew the storyboards drew some covers when it came to the release some alternate covers for Zack Snyder's Justice League, and yeah, he drew up the shirt for the Full Circle event. So I'm kind of like, come on, Jim Lee, come on. You know, if we can't get live action, we can get some books. Let's get some books when it comes to the Snyderverse. I think we'd all love that. We'd all love that. And then there we go, Zack Snyder posting the Trinity statues from Weta Workshop. Who got their orders in? These things are gorgeous. Solomon Person, they're absolutely gorgeous. I think they were going about $400 a piece. Of course, uh, you know, if you pre-order with the 10% of each being donated uh, to AFSP will continue for a couple more days. So there you go. 10% goes to AFSP. Uh, last I checked that they were, they were like, uh, what, $400 a piece? Let's go ahead and open it right here. But yeah, these things were gorgeous, man. I wish, I wish 
But, you know, I got a, yeah, yeah, $400 a piece right there. So there you go, $400 a piece. I know, I think some people I saw post that, oh, yeah, they're definitely, definitely, uh, they're definitely ordering one right there. So the bundle is discounted to like 100 bucks right there. So there you go. So you can, or not 100 bucks, but $1,000. So if you want to do the whole Trinity and all them linked together, it's $1,000. Go ahead, Scott. Go ahead. You know, we got to keep this one hidden from your wife as well. And then we got Dawson right there making a pretty cool Anakin Darth Vader. Darth Vader uh, picture right there. That's pretty sweet. Here it is right here when it comes to Jamie Foxx. He posted this on his Instagram. Appreciate all the love. Feeling blessed. So at least there was that. And hopefully he pulls through. It's pretty crazy, man. It's absolutely pretty crazy. So. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Marv Wolfman. Oh, boy. All right, so obviously we had we knew that Ben Affleck talked a little bit about his uh, Batman movie that did not come to be. He got asked a question. He, uh, one particular thing that he talked about was Deathstroke and how, you know, and somebody asked, would you have any other villains that were in the movie? And he said, no, you, want, you mainly want to focus on one villain. And we, we've heard many times, we've heard from Joe Manganiello, we've even heard more about his script when it comes to, to his Batman script and how he wanted Deathstroke to be this, 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 this villain, this villain that basically he could not defeat, this villain that was making his life hell. I mean, we've heard it was like, Kind of like how the game was, you know, David Fincher's The Game, that Wade Wilson was going to be, or not Wade, Slade Wilson, uh, was going to be um, gave, basically fucking with him and ruining his life because obviously he knows that he's Bruce Wayne. And then there was going to be like an ultimate showdown at the end. And uh, Mr. Marv Wolfman, of course, uh, creator of Deathstroke, said, hey, Ben Affleck says he wanted to use Deathstroke in his aborted Batman film based on everything I've seen him direct. That would have been so incredible. As Deathstroke's writer, co-creator, co-creator, you got to make that happen. Obviously, who wouldn't want to see that happen? And you, you know, almost, you know, even Ben was playing a little coy when it came to answering certain questions. And you know, you, one could only hope, like, man, if they could just scale it down a little bit. Maybe, maybe that meeting, maybe that meeting that Ben had with James Gunn. I mean, he already said he's not going to be doing anything for James Gunn. But maybe I was like, man, what if like that meeting he had with James Gunn? What if, what if they were like talking about doing like an Elseworlds project, whether it could be animation or something like that, or even do like scale it down to a smaller budget and have it under the Elseworlds banner and have that Batflick film. I was kind of like, man, wouldn't that be awesome? But, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath. It seems like Ben is, uh, you know, he's, as of right now, it seems like no more Batman at the moment. Obviously, we're going to see him one more time when it comes to The Flash. But, I mean, how awesome would that be? Just, to, uh, ah, at least put out the script. But, of course, you know, WB owns the script. They own all that shit. So, sadly, I don't think we're going to see the script unless somebody freaking leaks it. But, I mean, one can only hope. One can only hope. And then Justice League War World has been rated R for bloody violence. What? An, another R-rated JL? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And look at this. More images behind the scenes. That's what it looked like right there of me holding up my phone and talking with Zach right there. Of course, photos provided by Mr. Stephen Colbert. 
taking snapping some. Hey, there's Wes back there. Look at, look at guys. Wes actually did take off his backpack back there, so that's cool. He did actually do that, so at least he took the backpack off backstage. But yeah, there's an image right there. It's pretty sweet. Uh, there's another one right there. I mean, it's cool. Like, I like how Steven captured like the screen. You know, it's like father and son, father and son. Yeah, that's right. No, I'm just no, but it was uh, you know, it was it was just fun times right there. Absolute fun times. Gotta love that. Yeah, there's more too. I'll probably I'll probably post some more. He took uh, quite a bit of pictures and he sent me a link uh, with all that stuff. So pretty awesome, Steven, Steven, Steven. Steven's awesome with that stuff. <sighs> all right, so there you go. There are tweets right there. We got the tweets. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, let's start talking about this first topic. All right, still talking about full circle. Let me take a little drink right here. My throat's been a little scratchy, like I've told you guys. And, uh, and when I talk a lot, it gets a little scratchier. I swear it's not a full glass of vodka. Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, no, but um, all right. So let's talk a little bit more. You know, we talk, I, I went over on Monday's stream. I just talked full on, full circle, full on, full circle. And uh, everything that happened, you know, broke down the days. But, uh, you know, I didn't go into detail about certain things that were said because, you know, obviously there's certain people out there that thought there was going to be, I don't know, what they thought was going to be happening. I'm tired of talking about it. You thought there was going to be an announcement. You thought there was going to be uh, an announcement of a restore. I don't know. There's so many. I don't know. I, I, I Trying to keep up with those people. Who who knows? Um, and um, so when it came to him talking about certain things, there's one, you know, the Man of Steel, the Man of Steel commentary, obviously... We all were still wondering who was in that pod, who was in that little pod. Um, and, you know, I, I, I remember when I was watching, that was kind of like when I had my time with him. And then, you know, we briefly kind of talked about it. But still, he was, not, he was not budging on really talking about what was happening when it comes to that open pod. You know, there was mention that obviously we see it twice. We do see it twice. We see it in Man of Steel. And, of course, even we see it in Justice League. So... He was still kind of not budging when it came to all that. But then when Steven came on, he brought up the fact and, you know, calling back to Samantha Wynn, he did talk about how she plays a Kryptonian and an Amazonian. Because, yeah, she is in Man of Steel and she's also, uh, I, I believe she's in Wonder Woman and she's also in, uh, I think she's in Wonder Woman, but she's definitely in uh, Zack Snyder Justice League. So he brought up that. And he was like hinting with something like that, how Samantha Wynn does play both of those characters. So he was already kind of hinting at it, already, already kind of hinting at it, which is great. That furthered the conversation for uh, talking about what actually happened. And then, of course, when it came to the when it came to the, the BVS panel, it's actually mentioned, which is uh, I'm going to bring up right here where the where this is where they talk about it. So. Let me go ahead and do this. All right. So here we go right here. Last one, I mean, at least for Zach. Uh, quick question. So I know it was um, hinted, essentially, that Kara was uh, one of the survivors from the ship with the open pod and the skeleton. I was just curious when you were going to actually bring her in, if you had any you know, thought of bringing her into one of the later movies. No, tell the real story. 
Tell the real story there. DJ, baby. Freaking there DJ. There we go. Tell, tell the story that broke the studio at the time. <laughs> where that guy was or where that person went. He said so that guy we, first. We like the idea that... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking DJ. This whole thing with like Aries and Zeus, the and gods and Aries and Zeus, and whether or not like Zeus was really possibly a Kryptonian, and that, and that, so that Wonder Woman's powers. Anyway, you can sort of see where that's going, you know, because you know the whole thing of like whether or not magic and the gods. You know, there's a version where, like, okay, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> but, like, you know, there's also the more sort of scientific kind of, you know, you have, like, a mythology built up of, like, why, where do gods come from? Like, what is that about, you know? And so, anyway, it was, we had played around with that quite a bit. <laughs> and Ares was the one that caused the scout ship to crash. Yeah. What? In the ice. What? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. He killed his crew. Yeah. Why so. you can't just throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. That's not, that I just did. Follow up. <laughs> so many mic drops. We, we have a lot of conversations about yeah, this stuff. So. Aren't you glad DJ came instead of Larry? <laughs> <laughs> Larry might have said that too. <laughs> All right, other questions. That's cool. So there you go. And yes, sorry, Stephen, he did mention that during the talking with you. So, yeah. Oh, there's, there's that. Pretty crazy now. Obviously, there's people that do not like it. Jose is not a true fan of Zack Snyder, so he doesn't like it. Uh, I see him come, uh, talking about it uh, when it comes to the chat. Some people don't like it. Some people don't like it. Yeah, yeah well, it, it, again, it, it was an idea. It was an idea. Some of us, you know, just like the Lois Lane and Batman, you know, Lois Lane and Bruce Wayne thing. Some people are just not going to like certain ideas. But the fact of the matter is that they didn't come to fruition. So I think we're OK. You know, obviously it didn't. But I mean, it is pretty interesting that that kind of concept of like, you know, magic and science and Kryptonian and Amazonian. I mean, um, and you're thinking about the powers that. Diana has, you know, how strong she is and she has flight and there's just certain things when it comes to that. And the fact that Ares was a part of this and he, you know, he, the, the scout ship, he crashed the scout ship, killed a crew. I mean, you, they're just thinking about like the backstory of all of this. And I thought and we all kind of thought that was cool. And it was funny, too, because apparently back in like. 2014 or um, or whatever. I know Screen Rant. Andrew Dice actually wrote an article, kind of talking about talking about that concept. Apparently, it was like a rumor that was already out there that they were trying to do that. And I know not everybody's going to be on board with that kind of stuff, but it's just it was a fresh, it was an interesting take and an interesting idea. Like how far back can you talk about these characters and where they come from and the connections that they have? You know, I thought that's why we were kind of just nerding out about that. And everybody was just kind of going like, whoa, wait a minute. You were actually thinking about that. I mean, I, I still think that if you watch all that, that very much that concept is still very much something that he would actually have as part of his story, which I'm like, I mean, come on. I, it, it's just it's something unique. It's something different. I mean, let's face it. You got to keep on keeping this stuff fresh. You just got to keep it as fresh as possible. So I think that would be like an interesting 
detail when it comes to the origin of some of these gods that, you know, where they come from. What I mean, and we were even talking about the history lesson. When you see Zeus, when you see Artemis, and you see the light up, like, you know, the their veins are, like, lit up with, like, their power. It's like, is it just because it's certain genetics when it comes to these people? I don't know. It's just there's so many possibilities, and it would be cool to talk to Zach a little bit more about all that. And I love the fact that DJ was just like, oh, yeah, we're talking about this. And then there was this right here that Mr. Mick... Mick actually posted on uh, today, which was also very interesting because everybody's kind of everybody was like, "Oh well, Cara was in that pod. Cara, Cara, Cara. Where's Cara? Was she involved with it?" And uh, Mr. Mick right here posted this, basically just saying like, "Now that we are talking about this, let's talk about this." Hashtag Snyderverse. So this is something from a while ago. Uh, that Zach answered from somebody. He said, "I think f- for another time, referring to Cara." hopefully in a movie. And then Zach said, there's another way to get her that we put right in plain sight. And then we got this right here where we got the narration happening, talking about everybody involved in the history lesson during this war against Darkseid. And there is a line in there that says, and guardians from the stars. What? It was right there in plain sight. You know, we need some more, you know, we, we need some more backstory when it comes to this. Like I said, I think if we can get Zach uh, to talk about it some more, I mean... That would be sweet, right? That would be pretty. If you try to get more backstory and what were they, what were they cooking up when it came to this, and then just the fact that the history lesson, you know, referred to guardians from the stars. Hmm. So, hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. So, and Mick knows more than all of us because he's talked to Zach way more. So, I'm just kind of looking at. Okay, what do you know? You keep talking. You keep talking there, sir. What else? What else do we know? What else do we know? I thought they were referring to uh, Green Lantern course. Mm, I mean, it could be partially that, but apparently it was maybe talking about some Kryptonians. And, you know, I, I, I think I remember people, people wondering, like, you know, when it comes to the history lesson, who did we not see? You know, who did we not see within that war? And some people were even suspecting that maybe Kara was part of that as well. So, you know. I think we all just kind of accepted that it was Green Lantern. Yeah. But I don't know. It was just kind of like, okay, we got that. You know, I don't know. Green Lantern. And then it's like, what else? Who else do we have? Wasn't the Guardians from the Stars? Yeah, I thought it was that too. But now he's talking about that. No Kryptonians. No, you know, I don't know. That's what, uh, that's this whole thing. So we got him talking about that. I don't know if he's, you know, referring to any of that. She... Who knows? I'm just saying, like, you have that line right there. Obviously, you got people coming from the stars, coming from out there. Who knows? Lewis, okay, you guys are still talking about that, too? Hmm. Does Zach talk about the full circle poster? He really didn't talk too much about the statue. Really didn't. I thought the people, I thought the people upset at the story ideas of Zach were pretty funny because logically it all seemed to kind of, yeah, kind of did. But, I don't know, I was just pulling that up, seeing, like, okay, we're referring to that, okay. But, I mean, we already, there's already mention of lanterns. That's why I'm just like, I don't know. I just kind of, you just kind of take everything in, theories and everything that I've heard. Because I remember hearing a theory a while ago that Kara might have been part of the history lesson. We just didn't see her, I guess you could say, essentially. I don't know. So weird. It's just so strange. And then, is there something, like, in plain sight, Who knows? But there you go. 
I, you know what? Zach has some ideas. I'm just, I'm listening. I'm absolutely listening. So, and maybe there could be something like, you know, he talked about a book with the nerd Queens. Maybe you can have like ideas and, and everything and other, other stuff too, when it comes to, you know, storyboards, ideas, notes or whatever. We'll see, you know, maybe he'll put it all in a book. I don't know. We'll see. Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Speaking of Garly Guardians, let's see what that Rotten Tomato score is all made up of right now, huh? I know the other day we talked about reactions, but, you know, naturally the, the reviews are already flowing in. So, yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because, you know, it's, again, we're kind of seeing a weird thing happening right now when it comes to the superhero genre. And that thing is happening is the fact that, well, 80%. It's no more, no longer in the 90s. It used to be in the 90s, like, with every movie, it felt like. But now it's kind of just, like, uh, not quite. I mean, it's still a, a fresh tomato, and still most of them are, are liking it. They're, they're, they're liking what they're, uh, they're seeing, you know, when it comes to these movies. But, you know, some of them are growing a little tired. So here's some reviews right here. Uh, Mr. James, uh, Barar, uh, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to say his last name, but uh, from Real Views says this is... The least enjoyable of James Gunn's trilogy. Wow. But then you got somebody right here that says, it says something about the current state of superhero movies that the fate of a small frightened raccoon makes a stronger tug on the heart than any imperiled person or planet in the relentless Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that was kind of like a backhanded comp compliment. to. The, I mean, it was a compliment to the movie, but it was also backhanded to the genre right there from Mr. Peter Howell of the Toronto Star. Guardians movies are always a blast. But the beating heart of the series is the unlikely family and how they come to love and value one another. That element is strong as ever in Volume 3. Where the Guardians excels, the other recent MCU releases have failed. Is in delivering both action and the emotion a tricky balancing act. All right, and then Miss uh, Maya Phillips got some negative reviews right here. Animal lovers, comic book fans, and unofficial uh, ad ad educators. We don't. Um, I can't. I'm reading too fast. Of narrative, continuity, action, and style in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Lend me your ears. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is not the movie for you. Ooh, okay. Unfortunately, the film from writer-director James Gunn creates worlds that it either destroys or simply grows bored with moments later and reduces what should be complicated relationship to uh, reductively earnest proclamations. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound good. Although there are a few touching moments, for the most part, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is a convoluted work trying to juggle too many plot lines. Hmm... And then we got it does drag on on, on uh, dr does drag on a bit towards the end, but in the main of Guardians Volume Three is witty, smart, and consistently entertaining. One uh, entertaining one of the better Marvel outings of recent years. Gunn signs off on his epic trilogy with a devastating uh, side tale that explains how Rocket, the yappy raccoon, got his voice. It nearly broke me. Well played, everyone. An emotional impact that can rival any modern film, let alone superhero films. So there you go. That's what they're saying right there. So still overall good. I'm still going to be watching it. Uh, looking forward to it. I, I've heard, you know, I've talked to someone who's seen it and they said, yeah, the Rocket Raccoon backstory is what's going to get you. What's going to get you right there. So... It just kind of makes you wonder, like, okay, so, you know, the animal, the animal part, I mean, okay, you know, is he going to bring that over to, 
Superman legacy? Uh, who knows? I mean, maybe, possibly, but we'll see. We'll see when it comes to that. Dune, part two. Oh, boy. Oh, you know you love seeing this. Uh, let me pull it up right here. How are we feeling about that trailer, guys? I should have put out a poll. Uh, or I should have put out a poll. <laughs> Get it? Because Okay. Main character. Okay. Um, yeah. So this, car- this trailer is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, which I'm sure you guys agree that this trailer is just absolutely amazing looking. So uh, we'll meet it right here breathtaking obviously we've seen them we're catching up with them they're obviously falling more in love with each other more in love with each other and uh i mean seems like uh when it comes to this i mean a lot of people were saying that the first one hey, it's kind of boring kind of dragged i'm like yeah it was leading up to this right there there's miss gorgeous blue eyes right there and then florence pew 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 pew, pew right there yay ah dave's puns yeah or a mind killer that's right they're spicy but uh, there she is. So we're going to get introduced to some new characters beyond fear. But, uh, I mean, the, like, it seems like, yeah, this, this movie's definitely going to have a little bit more action than the last one. But I think we all kind of suspected that if you're, like, pretty familiar with the story. I still have to finish reading it. Huh? But uh, obviously we see him riding a, uh, you know, a sandworm, which is, you know, that's pretty much what this trailer is showing. Is, is, uh, is Paul just kind of, do you know, doing that, so... But it looks just absolutely amazing. And then, of course, seeing uh, Austin Butler, too. We see uh, him as uh, Fade or Fade. I don't know how to say his name, to be honest. But uh, there he was right there. But, like, the reveal of him. Where was he right there? Let's see if we can find him. I know they kind of showed that. Is he still talking in the Elvis voice? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Where is he at? I don't know. Maybe there. I mean, that's what he kind of looks like right there with the complete white skin. But just a really overall great trailer. It's going to be freaking cinema, man. Freaking cinema. Cinema. Javier Bardem. I don't remember that shot of him was. Hmm. Was it earlier? I think it was earlier. It's all good. There he was. Probably right there. There he is. Look at that. Oh, freaky. There you go. There's Elvis back from the, yeah. Um, but yeah, there he is right there. Looking pretty cool. You can tell that's him. You can tell that him. Yeah, it's basically like Tremors, huh? A little bit more like a more cinematic Tremors that's happening. But yeah, it definitely looks good. Definitely looks really good. Looking forward to it. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. November. Not till November right there, folks, but I'm um, really dug this trailer. It satisfied. It, it is exactly what I wanted to see. Exactly what I wanted to see. Bald Elvis, that's right. Tremors, the low-budget Dune. <laughs> yeah, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I try to uh, create those puns, you know. Like I said, Mr. Joey Bear is better with the puns than I am for sure. But, yeah, um, I really dug the trailer. I think it really just showed, okay, this is going to be just something epic and beautiful, as it should be. Oop, there we go. All right. Let's talk about this writer strike now. My God. Writer strike. Up, oh boy. 
kicking in the full. I mean, you've seen all the pictures, you've seen the videos. Uh, there was a video earlier that I saw that uh, there's picketers in front of Netflix saying Netflix sucks. Uh, and it's kind of funny because, you know, you can kind of make the joke like, yeah, but don't you write most of it? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I know. I know. It's a mean thing to say. You can't say that. Obviously, you want to pay your writers. You want to pay your writers a good wage because it, it does start with them. It does start with them. Starts with the writer, and then, you know, then it builds from there. You know, content's coming from somebody just thinking it and putting on the paper. So, obviously, you want to pay your writers. But uh, according to Screen Rant, uh, well, actually, according to uh, Variety, uh, 13 shows that have been confirmed that are going to be affected, they're going to be affected by this writer's strike. Stranger Things? Ah, we're getting the last season. Stranger Things going to be affected? Oh, crap. Big Mouth? Cobra Kai? Say it ain't freaking so, man. Ugh. Abbott Elementary, Yellow Jackets, Saturday Night Live. This Saturday, Pete Davidson was supposed to host Saturday Night Live. He's not going to now. So it's not all bad, right? Okay. There you go. I support the writer's strike. Um, you know. Daily Show, The Week Tonight with John Oliver, Real Time with Bill Maher. Last night with Seth Meyers, late night with Stephen Colbert, The Tonight Show, and J- Jimmy Kimmel Live. That's right. All the late night shows are also affected by this. None of it's happening. So, again, it's not all bad. <laughs> not all bad, I guess. But, uh, you know, hopefully they can resolve this uh, pretty early. So, you know, I heard that some of the late night hosts were going to be paying for the, sal- you know, paying for these writers, you know, their normal salary, I guess you could say, while they pick it. And I know some of the studios are also going to be paying. I don't know how long it's going to go. It could, I mean, this not might not be the only thing. That, I mean, it could be like the WGA and then all of a sudden the DGA and then the SAG. I don't know. It's Who knows when it comes to all this, how it's all going to wrap up. I mean, I was hearing stuff that it could be last. This kind of stuff could be lasting till about fall. Who knows, though? But those are the things that are going to be affected by it. But, yeah, it sucks when it comes to certain shows. Like, Stranger Things is like, well, we can't. These kids are going to be like, you know, they're going to be they're going to be in their 40s by the time we get that freaking series finale. Can't have that. And then Cobra Kai as well. We want to see how that wraps up. Damn it. All right. Oops, there we go. Uh, I was there in 2016. Yeah. Yeah, remember when, uh, uh, remember when uh, we were supposed to get Justice League Mortal and then the writer's strike F that one up? Am I right? All right. So here we go. Let's see. Uh, let's get to some Twitter questions, and then we'll get to the post-show stream. So if you want to be a part of that, become a member. All right. Here we go. All right. Scott McClellan, have you watched the BBS Watch Party yet? I have not. Sorry. Like I said... Uh, my job duties have changed again, so I don't have the free time to just do things like I did before. So I will watch it, though. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fit it in tomorrow for sure, maybe even later tonight. So I haven't watched it yet, but I, I will. Don't worry, Scott. I'll watch it before Friday for sure. For sure. 
Eric Blake. Yo, Dave, here's a thought. You brought up Samantha Wynn when uh, being a Kryptonian in Man of Steel and an Amazon in uh, Wonder Woman. You also brought up Zach saying the hint at Kara, Kara was hidden in plain sight. Could Samantha be been the plain sight casting a Supergirl? Wouldn't that be sweet? Never know. Like again, you gotta, you know, we gotta talk more with Zach. Ladies of the DCU, who won the Met Gala look? Margot Robbie or Anne Hathaway? Ah, oh, Margot. I mean, her her dress seemed like the most normal, because I always make fun of the Met Gala gala because the 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 costumes are fucking ridiculous. Jared Leto dressed as a cat. Um, see her. I mean, it's her dress isn't bad, but you know, I would say Margot. She had the some of you know she looked normal. Some of the some of the dresses and some of the costumes that these celebrities put on it's fucking Hunger Games shit. Stephen Brody, hey Dave, hope all is well. My question is, have you seen the new Flash extended TV spots uh, for the Flash? Uh, yeah, he's talking about the Flash. Uh, it looks like they really gave Affleck's Batman a more fantastical bat cycle chase. Yeah, I'm hoping Gunn's new DCU Batman lives in more fantastical world compared to Reeves' more grounded one. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to be the case. I know I saw a lot of people kind of complaining about because there is a TV spot where Bruce goes, you could travel back in time. And, and people are like, well, yes, Bruce, he traveled back in time in Zack Snyder's Justice League. So naturally, people who are worried about this and who are, well, Snyderverse fans were starting to kind of freak out. But then I was like, I had this thought when it came to that line. Well, first off, we need the full context of the, of the scene. Because sometimes, you know, trailers, they edit some, they edit certain things. But my whole thing was, I mean, how do we actually know that Barry told everybody that, hey, guys, we fucking lost. I don't know. You guys didn't because they don't know that they lost. Okay, they, they didn't they didn't witness, witness themselves being blown into smithereens because time reversed and he came back and and uh, and gave the charge to Cyborg to Victor. So they had no acknowledgement of losing. So I'm kind of wondering, did Barry actually on the ride home? Did he go, yeah, we fucking lost, guys. It, it, we fucked up, but somehow I, f you know, when the explosion, when the unity happened, I phased out and then I was able to run it backwards. I'm kind of wondering, was there that conversation or did Barry keep it to himself? Another thing to ask Zach. Did Barry actually tell them that, hey, yeah, we lost, man. We freaking lost. Just saying. You can look at it like that. Uh, Mr. Uh, let's see. It's Mr. Toker. I feel like there was a subtle hint in BBS about Amazonians playing and the doomsday fight and just the way that they get pushed back right here and the, uh, the energy. Yeah, like that right there. Both of them kind of getting pushed back right there. A little bit of a hint that maybe they have the same genetics. Hmm? Darkness under the wind. Dave, with the writer strike happening, do you believe if this goes on for several months, it could cause big Marvel movies like Avengers King Dynasty to get delayed and Secret Wars? Yes. Yeah, anything that's not in full-on production right now is affected. Apparently, James Gunn turned in his script, his first draft, for Superman Legacy last week, so he's in the clear, as far as I could tell. 
All right. Cooper Knox, after watching the Dune Part 2 trailer, I could say that I regret not seeing Dune in the... Yes, go see it in big... I saw the, I saw the first one in IMAX, full-blown IMAX. Mr. Nobody, hey, Dave, if Zack Snyder came back for a DC project in Guns Universe, which would be way uh, uh, way down the line? What project do you think Zack would realistic, realistically work on? And what project, regardless of director, would you like to see that hasn't been discussed? Um, I mean, Zach working on something? I don't know. Justice League 2 and 3? Just kidding. Final Crisis? I don't know. Um, ah, that's, a, that's a hard one to think. Maybe a Green Arrow. Would he want to be down for Green Arrow? Maybe. They did a Green Arrow project. That would be pretty sweet. Devon Wooter, Dave, have you heard about Jim Lee is now president of DC? Yes. Do you think he's going to help James Gunn with the movies? And do you think, well, he's not going to help with the movies, but he's going to probably connect the movies and the live content with, with the comic books, I'd imagine. Do you think the writer's strike is going to affect both Marvel and DC movies? Yes, they will affect all kinds of things. Uh, Cohen Treo G. I don't know if I remember saying your name right. Hi, Dave. In response to the Green Lantern uh, scene, getting to see the light of day, Zach said, possibly one day, what would need what would need to happen for the scene to be released in all its glory? Thanks for all you do. Really wrapped. Uh, really wrapped for you. Okay. <laughs> Got the experience. The full circle. Thank you. Um, I mean, you never know what could happen in the future. I mean, but he doesn't. You know, I know some people were hoping that we were going to see we we're going to see that cut or whatever the hell that version of the scene. But I mean, obviously, it's not finished. Uh, we saw the still shots. I know Zach said when somebody asked him about the Green Lantern scene during the Q&A for Zack Snyder Justice League, he basically said that, you know, that's property of Warner Brothers. So they have it. So I don't know if we'll ever get to see it. Probably not. But, you know, you never know. And then finally, wake it up, Hank Deasy. Would love to know your opinion on the poster of Zach saying, sell it. And do you think he was uncomfortable when he wrote it? And the Zeus and Zeus being Kryptonian face palm. Ooh, is this the video right there? The video, the infamous video right there. Well, I mean, obviously those guys, those guys went to this fan charity event to, uh, you know, for their purpose, for their agenda, for their narrative, for their campaign. You know, this was a fan celebration, a fan celebration and a charity event. And, you know, they kept on, all right, let's ask him about sell. Let's ask him about, sell. Uh, you know, and then he apparently he wrote that on the poster, which is perfectly fine. Of course, Zach is going to write that on the poster. Yes. Why wouldn't he you say that? Sell it. Why not? Um, but again, um, things have to happen, <laughs> you know, when, especially when you ask the question and you're very vague about certain things, you're not, because the campaign is fucking stupid. <laughs> it's not the legalities and the money and everything. And I think they know this. That's why when it comes to certain things, they're just trying to feed into the hype and trying to keep people's false hopes alive that this thing is actually going to get sold to, to Netflix, which I don't understand Again, I think the more logical approach would have been, hey, make it an Elseworlds story. Maybe they could do that. And again, 
One of the things that we should have done, one of the campaigns we should have had after the Snyder Cut got released was the fact to try to get it released uh, worldwide as much as possible in IMAX so people can actually enjoy it the, the way it was meant to be enjoyed. You know, that, that, and I, you know, I know there are still people trying to push that campaign. That's a campaign I can get behind. I mean, we might be a little too late, sadly. When it comes to that, but it would be kind of cool if there was something where we can get in various spots where fans can actually see the whole movie in IMAX and a big, huge screen and witness the beauty of that movie. But, uh, you know, like, again, um, when it comes to that, I mean, cool. I mean, Zach. Yeah, Zach. Zach, when, when it comes to this whole thing, when it comes to this whole back and forth of all this shit, when it comes to certain people and like us and whatever the hell. You know, I've been told, you're on part of the move on crew. Yeah, these guys are telling us to move on. I'm like, when the fuck have I said that? I said, continue your hashtags, do all that. Um, you're going to get criticism because, again, it's poorly thought out. So take it. I know some sometimes you, some guys can't accept that. You know, you get criticism. They, you know, just get a little, little crazy. I get criticized all the time. You don't see me freaking out about all that stuff. But um, where was I going with this? I don't know. Um, no, but when it, yeah, when it comes to that, I mean, yeah, Zach's not, Zach, Zach has expressed how much he loves these characters. So yeah, there can always be a time where maybe something will happen. But again, you got to think of all the logistics of everything happening. Like, you know, Netflix would actually pay for this billion dollar, like license. I don't know how much it would actually be. And then how much money would he actually have to have to do that? And that's why we keep on saying, hey, graphic novel animation, which he's also stated he'd be down for too. You know, let's let's remember that. He's also said that as well. So when it comes to that, it's like, okay, but Zach has even said that if he were to come back and do an actual another live action, he'd want to do a live action adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns legit. Too. So, I mean, I don't know. There's always things that are very much up in the air. And, uh, but yeah, it's just when you get asked about stuff like that, I'm like, okay, cool. Put it on a poster. Yes, Zach is a fan of all this. And yes, he would absolutely like to see maybe his stories, his stories continue. But at the same time, he's creating his own stories over here. We can't take that away from him. We can't take that away. Okay. Can't take that away. We, I'm, I'm more excited about that, that he's doing that, because hey, maybe I've heard and seen some shit behind the scenes, and I could tell just how excited he is. I could tell how excited he is about Rebel Moon. If you've listened to, if you listen to Zach, and I'm sure other people can attest to this, people who went to the set, people uh, who have talked to him behind the scenes, and hear him talk about Rebel Moon, he's just like a kid in a fucking candy store talking about it. So, all right. I mean, cool. If you want to keep on doing your campaigns, fine and whatever. But I'm looking forward to what's happening with Rebel Moon and all that other stuff. So, all right, guys. I think that's uh, we'll wrap this up right now. I actually got to pee. I was drinking a lot of water beforehand, so I'm like, yep, doing. I'm about to do my pee pee dance right now. So, okay. All right, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel, share the stream, do all that stuff, whatever, you know? Like I said, if you want to become a member, become a member, and uh, you could pick my brain a little bit more uh, in a little bit. Members, look forward to that on your uh, your feed. 
So we'll talk a little bit. We'll chat a little bit more. Everybody else, uh, no show tomorrow. Look forward to my Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 first reaction review. That'll be posted up. Not sure exactly when I plan on seeing it. But then, of course, we got the Vodka Stream Friday, which could be just pure madness. We're going to be recapping and talking stories and everything when it comes to Full Circle. And we'll see who drops by. It should be a good time. Should be an absolute good time. And, uh... Yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. Members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Everybody else, make sure you follow me on all the various sock meds, Patreon, if you want to help out all that. Do it. All right, guys. Love you. See you Friday. Talk to you later.